Hey, man. Damn, ladies. It's Ian Joyce with Carmelo, as always. All right, everyone. And this is the show of Just Be With Ian C, uh, where I'm, I'm Ian, and we're just I'm talking with Carmelo and some of our friends who we bring on the show about whatever. It's supposed to be a, a low-key podcast, uh, just fun and nothing controversial to be relaxing and you can just listen to. So let's get right on into the content. Carmelo, how are you? You know, E, it's, it's, been, it's been a good day. Uh, pretty solid classes. I woke up at like 8.55, chilling right before, first period Spanish. So we were chilling. Uh, English class, we almost got the day off. Pretty chill. Yeah, yeah that was good. Um, but what I'm trying to talk about is the uh, NBA trade rumors right now. So, E, uh, what you thinking? I think I think they're crazy. I mean, <laughs> did you see the one about the Bucks? You know, the Bucks are my I team. did. I did see that one. I know. That is easy team. I mean, I know, I think we have Drew Holiday, but I'm not sure if we have Bogdan Bogdanovich, right? Like, I saw that. Yeah, I was so excited. We finally have a good two. We need, some, we need a good two, right? I mean, Wesley Matthews is good, but wasn't doing it for us. We got a two, and now they're saying we don't have them. I know. With, I mean, if you had that big of a team, you know, no rebound is going to get – they're going to get a rebound, you know? It's just going to be a powerhouse down low. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be nice, I think. I mean, Drew Holiday, I think we give him more freedom. Uh, uh, yeah. It does give more of a swing position now that you have two centers. Yeah, yeah. Primary ball handling now. Yeah. He'll be, so, be ready. What I was seeing was kind of crazy was that the Magic was trying to get Russell Westbrook. Yeah, it seems like every team's trying to get Russell Westbrook. I know. And, like, I'm, I'm not going to talk down on my boy Russ because he's pretty good. I'm, I'm going to be honest. You know, like, averaging yeah. the triple, triple doubles last year. Yeah. Or was that last year or two years ago? I don't remember. Many, many times. So probably. Many times. Anyway, he's good, but he didn't really have much of a team to back him up. So he's, of course, he's going to be good because someone's got to carry the team, you know. Mhm. So I feel like yeah. he's just like an average player that's kind of hyped up because he, he obviously like freakishly athletic, and that's understandable. But I feel like he's a one-man team. He has to work well with other people. Yeah, he's insane. Like the amount of force he plays with. Mm-hmm. I mean. Sucks. I I uh I got his shoe last year, right? I got I got his Russell Westbrook uh why not zero point uh zero point one, zero point two, one of them. And the and I was looking into them and they said that, that they don't they're built for like high intensity, uh a lot of force and power. I was yeah. playing pretty intense. I ripped the bottom of the sole. Oh, yeah, I felt like I mean, Zion. I've had the same pair of shoes for few months and I use them for everything so yeah <laughs> pretty high strength yeah you know I'm into the Sperry's right now so. oh big drip respect you know I'm, I'm into that the running shoe grind you know you, you you buy the shoe and you wear it for pretty much everything because they wear out pretty easily you know all mm-hmm. the miles on it so that's how I'm chilling yeah but I mean the Russell Westbrook shoes Russell Westbrook is a player I mean, he's great, but I don't ever see him or James Harden winning a ring. I just don't see it. I I mean, I hate to say it, but. I mean, I think you're right, though, because like I just said, they're like one-man teams, you know? They don't work well with a uh, big yeah. team. Yeah, they want the ball too much, I think. And, uh, That's facts. 
But this draft class is just awful. Yeah, you got the top like what three picks, and then every and then people sprinkled in throughout. But other than yeah, that. it was pretty horrendous. And the Bulls choking their draft picks <laughs> as usual. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like Patrick Williams. What? It's gone downhill since whatever ninety nine. This has just been it's been a hill, bro. It's been tough. I mean, we had D Rose in there for a little bit. I mean, I'm telling you right now, D Rose is a top ten player of all time. He doesn't get hurt. Yeah, I I, I see that for sure. I get that with actuality. You have to look at these draft classes from what Zion's draft class on because Zion's draft class got so much hype. They did get a lot of hype, and they like kind of lived up to it, kind of not, you know. Yeah, I mean, now we're thinking, oh, is he going to be Greg Oden? And then some people get mad when you say that because you're like, yeah. hey, you can't, can't say he's Greg Oden. He's going to be great. You haven't I mean, when he, when he started came, – like, when he came into the league, he was, he was a beast, though, you know. Zion oh, yeah. bullying people already. Yeah, and when he started playing, he for sure – he's going to be up there in the all-time players. Who I think should get – he gets a lot of hype already, but I think he deserves all of it, maybe more. Luka Doncic. Oh, when you're playing NBA 2K and you take Luka, you're not losing. Luka's yeah. insane. Yeah. <laughs> NBA 2K, I like that. I mean, he's insane. Like, you know, because he's kind of like a more athletic Dirk. If you think about yeah. I mean, he's like, Dirk was big, Dirk can shoot. Yeah. Uh, he just, Dirk wasn't like the prototypical big man. I mean, Luca is like a very distant Dirk, if you know what I mean. Yeah, because like bodily wise, they're built a lot differently, you know, which gives Luca a lot more agility, and he's still a pretty fast dude. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think he's a beast. He's just got, he's got it going for him. Yeah, he really does. I mean, I don't think anyone hates him, you know. Like people, are like, oh. I uh, I hate uh, Russell Westbrook. He's I, like he's just annoying. Like he's yeah. too much of a ball hog. He he's too hype. He he gets too excited. But I don't see anyone saying anything bad about Luca. What language does he speak again? Lithuanian, something like that. Yeah, is Latvian a language? I'm I, I don't even know. But like I think that'd be that'd be pretty cool to just start scaring people with that. Yeah. Well, did you see? Uh, uh, Kobe. Kobe on the sideline talking to him. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty cool. Slovenian. 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 Yeah. yeah, Kobe knew a surprising amount of languages for being a basketball player, you know? Like, not like they're not smart, but, like, learning that many languages isn't that easy, you know? I mean, he he was a hard worker. He was. Say? He spoke Italian with his teammates. He learned oh, yeah. languages for Luca. Oh, yeah. Obviously spoke pretty good English. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, it's all about that mentality, that that Kobe mentality. I think I think that's so important. Like, if you can picture yourself doing something, and picture yourself, and think about it, and be able to like mentally take something on, I think that's so important. And that's like so much of what basketball is and what sports are as a whole. You know. Yeah, I think that it's just the problem with that is that, like, even if you want to, some people, some people just don't have, like, the willpower that's needed, you know? Like, it's not even a choice. It's just, like, the way you're built sometimes just doesn't fit that mentality, you know? 
And that's – but I think that can change personally because I think you can – because, you know, Kobe meditated a whole bunch. Yeah. And that's how he knew how to retire, you know. Yeah. If you've ever, if you've never heard that story, you should. Yeah, I haven't heard that. Too. I mean, it's like, great. well, we're talking about, you know, uh, for the audience, I'm a cross country runner, so my coach, big Mike McCarthy, mm-hmm. um, he, yeah. he sat us down one day and he was talking about Kobe and how he was a decent player, and then he decided to completely change his cycle and like got into that what we know as the mama mentality. We also mm-hmm. started to prioritize sleep. And he would get eight hours of sleep a day, even with all the practicing that he was doing, like the three-a-day practices. He was always working, but when he wasn't working, he was sleeping. And I think that's something that gets completely overlooked, you know, especially in even our school days that we have, you know. In order to get all of our work done, still attend classes and extracurriculars, we just don't get in a lot of sleep. Like last night, I went to bed at like two after finishing homework. And so, like, I'm not in the most healthy lifestyle, obviously, because I was getting, like, less than seven hours of sleep, which is, like, a bare minimum. So I think that that's something that just really needs to get looked over again. Yeah. I mean, I always try and get a lot of sleep because I really can't function that well throughout the whole day if I don't. Like, I'm always going to sleep at, like, 9.30, 10 now because yeah. I just – grind my homework and work and basketball and everything all day so that at night I can you know relax go to sleep wake up and do it all over again yeah it's it's just hard like trying to get all that sleep in and then still having time to work on everything else oh yeah for sure you know what I do I work towards things you know like like you know this week hey you gotta you got a uh, Wednesday off because of that's how our schedule works, Carmel. You know, we have Monday, Tuesday school, yeah. Wednesday off, Thursday, Friday school. Um, yeah. not off flex day. Yeah. Um, but I I work towards the flex day, and then I work towards the weekend, and then I work back towards the flex day. I always work for something to make it seem like less work. I don't know. Yeah, no, I get that for sure. Like, again, another country reference. When you're in a race, basically all you're saying is that just a little bit more, you know, it's never more than three miles left in your race. So you're saying just a little bit more and you'll be done, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like basically how, how you have to think about the race. Yeah. That's more mentality. I mean, Kobe was... it is. I mean, yeah, for sure. I think so. I think Kobe, uh, Kobe had that down. That's why he was such a dominant player. Yeah. I think that's important. I mean, just taking extra steps. I think, like, he cared about himself, you know, just mm-hmm. as much as he needed to. And he yeah. knew how to, like, learn, live his whole life so that he could make himself better at basketball. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It was pretty impressive. Yeah, he, yeah, of course. But, I mean, so – uh, so uh, cross country, you wrapped up your season, right? Yep, we did. Um, how'd you guys do as a group? Was this your what? Was this your first year running country? First year running. Uh, it was a pretty solid year. We started out at the twenty oh five, three point one mile time, which is like, I don't even know. It's like maybe average, you know. Like that's not very good. Yeah. But then it was a, especially with Mike and like the whole 
team atmosphere, you kind of do learn that mentality where, especially in running, you know, your running like destiny is all controlled by you. You know, all you're the one that puts in the work, no one else for you. Mm-hmm. So even if you're like your team is bad, it doesn't affect your time. So you can't blame anyone else except for yourself. So basically yeah. every practice was like a hard work and I ended up cutting off uh, a minute 20, which is pretty good, pretty good Absolutely. for a year. I can't even run a mile without getting a cramp. So, I mean, that's fair. Um, but that's the, that was average, that was not average, sorry, that was varsity time for St. Joe, which is pretty solid first year. Um, the team did all right. We, uh, we didn't make it out of regionals. We had one, one uh, boy that made it to semi-state, Zach Taylor, big shout out. Uh, he if, was if he's watching, if he's watching, uh, shout I out. So. That'd be nice. Uh, yeah, he's a big man. He uh, he worked for it. He's worked for it for years, and even after coming off injury, he was always there before we got there and after we left. So, oh, he was with you during the injury, like he. Uh, yeah, he he sat, showed up that with you guys. Yeah. Yeah, he was very devoted. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. His team mentality as a whole. That's really cool because you know you never think cross country is really a team sport necessarily. Nah, you don't think of it as a really entertaining sport either, but. Yeah, <laughs> more than I thought. But that's cool. Yeah, you get you guys have a teammate to be there with you. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah, so, uh, basketball season coming up for you. How's it looking? Uh, I gotta be honest, not good. Like, like practices, teammates, we're getting to know each other. Practices are great. Everything's happening, but it just because of you know coronavirus and everything. Yeah. We're not sure how it's uh, going to be for the season. I'm not too optimistic, but I'm not, you know, I'm not pessimistic yet. I'm still looking forward to the season. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy we got our season in before, like, everything started to get worse again, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you guys got y'all lucky there. And, you know, football, didn't they get their whole season in? All right. Football. football got I think they got the first game first two games maybe they were like postponed because the other team couldn't make it but the rest but, were all yeah they got most yeah. of our season yeah I really hope we can play because you know this quarantine I've been playing every single day minus five days a handful of days right this mm-hmm. quarantine for six seven months straight I've just yeah. been playing basketball every day and uh I'm not sure, like, my my skill has definitely gone up, you can tell, but what's gone up the most, I think, is my confidence, and that's something that I lacked a lot of freshman year, like, in mm-hmm. practice, and I don't know if you can relate to this, but you did soccer, right? Yeah. Um, freshman year, if, I don't know if you can relate, but in practice, you practice a whole lot better than you play in a game, at least that was it for me. Yeah. 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 I found that to be confidence-related. See, I when I played soccer, I missed the tryouts week because my family was in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. So I had to miss the first five games of the season because I didn't have enough practices and they were that back-to-back. Oh. So, yeah, I did not have any confidence in my playing abilities whatsoever. And when he, I played my first game in Chesterton. And I remember going on the field and I was I, – I mean, yeah, I was very scared to go on that field. You perform uh, or underperform? Just to not let the team down for my presence on the field, you know? Yeah, there you go. That's important to do, you know. Yeah, I just – that one – yeah, that one's like when you're playing, you're playing for your teammates more than mm-hmm. you're playing for yourself. Mm-hmm. But where, whereas in running, 
you're still playing with your team because it's still a team sport, but you're mainly running for yourself, you know? And it's just a completely different switch that uh, I think destroys and helps your confidence because when you're on a team and you lose, you know, you can blame the whole team. You lose and win as a team. But when you win or lose as a runner, you do that, you know? Like, no one else mm-hmm. no one else runs for you, so. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think I think it's important to look at back and, uh, you know, we, you got teammates that will blame people, but what I like to try and do more is encourage people. And and uh, and so, like, in practices, you know, you'll got coaches saying, hey, you got to do this. You have to do this better just because, you know, they want to see yeah. you get better. Yeah. And it's a, it's a lot of, like, like uh, discipline and a lot of um, correction. And some people see that as negative. And so I try and tell them, hey, like, hey, that was a good drive. Just make sure you finish next time, right? That was a good – that was – you got in – you got in the, the – you got – you drove in well. It's, you just got to finish that. But you're right there, right? And then that maybe boosts their confidence. Like, oh, I can do this. And so – you have to, you have to, people need to see like reinforcement as positive, not necessarily negative, you know? For sure. But I think like stuff like that definitely depends on the person, you know, like oh, yeah. if you're saying that to someone and like that helps them and that's great. But like personally, I don't like hearing that because the more I, I know people don't think that I'm good, the more I want to be, you know? So like the oh, less yeah. I hear reinforcement, the more I want to reinforce myself and just know that I have to do it and don't like bank on anyone else for any kind of like uh, not memorial, but like they're trying their reinforcement of me. That's an interesting view. I guess I never. It really does depend on the person. Cause yeah. I'm gonna be honest to you, I with you, I never looked at it that way before. That's really interesting. Yeah, like during quarantine. I know, because I, I went by your house a few times when I was at, like, yeah. Santa. Yeah. You were always out of there. But, like, when I was, like, this summer, I plumped up like a bear, bro. I did not do anything. What, the uh, quarantine did... 15, COVID 15 thing? No. I started at 141, and I finished at 162 pounds. That's 21 pounds. That's a lot of weight. It's a muscle, weight. right? I mean, of course. But, like, uh, but yeah, I just, I didn't treat it. Like I should have, and I definitely just took it off. Think I was just mentally off. I mean, that's not an excuse. Just like I wasn't, I don't know, just a weird situation as a whole. And I just didn't take advantage of it the way I should have. Mm-hmm. But I know a bunch of people, like especially on the Christian team, did, and they took off minutes and minutes of time where I like, like I said, I got, I was like a bear, like hibernating, and I just, it was bad. It was a bad yeah. few months. <laughs> so you had to work back towards it. Back. Towards yeah, it. yeah. I just spent the season getting back to where I was last year mm. which is just really that's rough like the worst thing for me is like regression yeah you know, when you are someone you have to go back and then work it all back yeah so it's tough to maintain what you have especially when you're not doing anything you know yeah that's i saw on your story the other day on snapchat so you posted uh anybody have a bar and weights yes sir that's so my you you getting you're gonna start lifting you're gonna Start getting big, start maintaining, start being faster. Yeah, I, yeah, especially, like, working on leg stuff for speed. Uh, mm-hmm. Having the bar and the weights is really nice. I mean, uh, shout out my boy David if he ever hears this. Uh, he's the one that got me the bar. Was, he's a pretty cool dude, dropped it off and everything. We like that. But uh, I only have 40, 40 pounds 
of like actual waste to add on to the 45 pound bar you know mm-hmm. yeah so it's more it's not like a it's definitely still strength building but it's not like all strength it's more like the repetition of the reps just to get myself to like an endurance instead of like a pure strength yeah which uh i don't know it's working out i have a i have a workout plan going on every day trying to hit 100 squats uh 75 oh. bench presses and then the 75 sit-ups i've been lacking on those though just because i just don't feel like doing those so that's kind of awkward <laughs> hey man those are those are level there's levels to this huh yeah they really are you you going from from hibernating to uh lifting weights now after the yeah. season that's so, then, so then we're gonna do sit-ups i mean hey i mean i mean hey. nothing about the season is that like when you're running again, you don't have a team to blame it on. It's not like your team is good, your team is bad. It's just you. So when you hate losing, you know, it's just okay. like you see someone ahead of you and you're like, there's nothing I can do to beat them right now because of the way I trained, you know. Mm-hmm. You, you just know that if you train harder, then you have a better chance of beating everyone. And, like, shout out my boy Ricky Bobby from Talladega Nights. Whoa. If, if you're Whoa. not. Whoa. Oh, shout out. If you're not first, you're last. And that's just yeah, – it's yeah. just a lot more, like, profound, in my opinion, than is, like, made to be in that movie. Because, like, that's like, – like we were talking about, the mob mentality. That's the mentality he had, you know? Like, he mm-hmm. wouldn't sell for, like, top five. You know, he had to be the best. And I think that that's something that just – for all sports, if you have that mentality, then your team is going to be great. Yeah. I mean, I learned yesterday in practice that what a gamer is – you ever heard of that? Uh, I've heard different definitions of the word. Not like a video gamer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, like a gamer. Um, one my coach, Coach Gaff, yesterday told me, um, that a gamer is someone who goes hard no matter what and wins. Just win, like they just have a will and a want to win, and that they'll get that win. And, no matter what they'll go they'll go as hard as they can uh to get that win I mean and that's like that's like that's what I want to do you know like yeah I want I want to be able to go that hard and go and be able to grind and work so hard so that I that so that I can be a gamer so that I can win every you know like it's just that mentality it's just it's so interesting to think how all sports you always think hey they come down to pure skill and pure athleticism. Mm-hmm. It is mentality. Yeah. It's like um, we were talking I – mean, obviously mentality is extremely important and like probably 90% of the fact that you win, mm-hmm. you know. But then did you did read the Outliers book for English this year, right, over the uh, summer? Outliers, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So like that book – I thought that was really interesting because it's like no matter how hard you work or how like determined you are to do something, sometimes you always do need some kind of outside source helping, you know? It's like every every person in that story, you know, if Bill Gates wasn't born the time he was, if he didn't have access to the stuff that he did, then he wouldn't be able to be like this particular person we know him to be. So I just think that it's kind of disappointing that no matter how good your mentality is, sometimes it's just not good enough. Yeah, Which I know, like that's not like the right way to think about it, but sometimes it's just realistic. Yeah, 
I guess. I don't know, man. I always just think that you can change it. Like, what you want. If you, like you can, I guess you can't change your wants, right? No, and you can't change what you want. You just can't change so you can always get it, you know? Well, if you don't want... Like, if you don't like basketball, you don't... If you don't like cross country, you don't want to be the best then you're not going to get that, obviously. But if you really want to be the best, I think that you could do it with yeah. the mentality, with the way you work, the way you decide to work. I don't know. That is really interesting that we have different views on that. It is. Because, like, like you said, you, don't, like, you have to love the sport, but you also have to love the, like, the process of the sport, you know? Like, that's just as important as the sport itself is the way that you get to be good at it. And if you mm-hmm. don't enjoy like uh how tired you are after every workout then that's just you're just not going to be good enough it's just it's like i said that's just not something you can control you know and not everyone enjoys being dead tired after every workout Mm -hmm. but i mean the people that do are the ones that win so it's important yeah that's really cool it's really cool two different perspectives on the same idea Another thing is stretching is, like, more important than I thought it would be. We spent 45 minutes of practice purely stretching. 45? 45 minutes every practice. What? It was insane. Like, recovery is, like, half the sport. It's ridiculous. But, like, I'll be doing – you know, we have, like, online classes, and I'll be stretching the entire time. And, like like I said, I'm starting to lift weights. And so now something in my back, like, popped. And so whenever I, like, move my arms back, I can feel everything popping. And it's kind of weird and, like, disconcerting, but it's <laughs> fine. Yeah, it that, is, that is a little weird. <laughs> a little odd, but I think it's fine, too. Um, 45 minutes. Wow. So was it, like, do you guys stretch your arms, like, your upper body, too? Because I would have met, like, I don't know, really, it's cross-country. So. Yeah. Um, it's definitely, like, your legs are the most important part. But still, your arms are, like, the way you move is really important. Like, it has to be a very fluid motion the entire time. And so, you have to have your arms in a specific pattern going the entire time. So you definitely have to make sure that that, like, that pathway that your, like, the socket joint on your uh, shoulder can move, you know? You have to yeah. make sure that you're able to do that. And, like, rep- repeated, like, amount, I can't speak. Repeated a lot of times, you know, because I don't know how many times you're doing it in a race, but it's definitely a lot. You have to make sure that your arms aren't tired during that because if your arms get tired, then you run a lot worse. You know, it's like even though you wouldn't think it affects your running, it really does. Wow. Yeah, I, I view running as very simple. And then when I hear you talk about it, I hear other people talk about it. Mr. McCarthy, I'm like, there's a lot more to this than I thought. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's something that also you just have to start really early, you know. Mm-hmm. In order to be good, you have to have good times by, like, freshman year, you know. And so you have to start really early training. And if you don't, you can definitely still work up to it. But it's just a lot more work that you have to put in. But if you look at the workout plans of the people that started early and the people that have need to maintain that times, they're ridiculous. They're pushing 60, 70 miles a week. It's just ridiculous. That's insane. Yeah, I'm not too much of a runner. I just have to run a, the length of a basketball court 
you know? Yeah. I get that. It's uh it's not it's not too bad. But I mean, I think that'll wrap it up for today's episode, I guess. Today's episode. All right. I mean, I enjoyed it. Thank you for coming on, Carmel. The uh You're welcome. I'll see you next week whenever we film next. Yeah, whenever we film next, we'll see you next week for everyone watching. Quality is only going to get better. Quanti- uh, the, the content's only going to get better. Everything's just going to get better. So if you're watching this, why don't you just hit that follow or subscribe button real quick, whichever one. It's free, I'm pretty sure. Um, and uh, Are we going to have a guest? If you have anything you, you'd, you'd like us to talk about, just email us at justbewithenc at gmail.com. Carmel, anything else? Uh, are we going to have a guest next week? Because I got a few lined up. Yeah, man. We're going to have guests. Some of our friends going to come on, going to talk to them more. Just going to be more and more interesting. I think next week uh, we should start out strong with uh, Jake Gall and Zach Yergler. They have a lot to say about uh, conspiracy theories, and it's a pretty interesting conversation. Conspiracy theories? We're going with conspiracy theories now? They're pretty good. They're pretty good. All right. We'll see what happens. Thank you all for watching. This is Ian Carmel signing off. Stay classy. Peace out.